you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Mike Garofalo. And I'm real Mike Bob. Jeezy, it's playoff time, man. Let's get it. It is. It's playoff time. Forget week 18. We're blowing right past that. We are going right to the – we can either do the coaching carousel first or we can go to the wild card weekend. Mike, Rob, you call it right now. Well, I'm going to say coaching carousel. And, and, and Jeezy, you have to explain something to me. What the hell? Why was Brian Flores fired, man? And I know what the owner says. I know he says he want more collaboration. I understand that. But if 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 the head coach is, you know, if if his job is the first to go, if things go wrong, well, then, of course, I'm going to want things done my way. If I'm the head coach, because I'm the guy that's in the fire, you know, I'm the guy that's in the in line to get my job cut. Like to me, when I hear from guys in that locker room. They love Coach Flores. He was a leader of men. They respected him. And he was trying to make every man in that building a better version of themselves. So, yeah, I just I just don't understand why the quick trigger by the owner, Jesus. There's no doubt about uh, the fact that that locker room didn't quit on him. They didn't hate him. If they did, they would not have won seven in a row after losing seven in a row. There's no question about that. Uh, Why the owner can't see that? I don't know. I can't explain that to you. Um, My understanding is Brian Flores was one of the driving forces uh, in the team's interest in Deshaun Watson, which is why the owner is concerned with uh, or mentioned the relationship with Tua Tagovailoa as well as Chris Greer, the general manager. But let's face facts. Uh, the Dolphins drafted the wrong guy. Uh, yes, that's I, what I'm saying. They messed up. So if the coach strained the relationship with the quarterback because he was interested in another quarterback, okay, so what? What if he's right? Okay, um, so now you're making this move to salvage the relationship with Tua. Well, Tua better – come on strong here and show us a little bit more than he has. And I'm not trying to knock the guy. I'm just saying this is not a business for making friends. This is a business for winning games. Um, Absolutely. Hopefully Absolutely. you do both. But uh, the point of the matter is sometimes you got to hurt feelings because facts are facts. And do we get so, more, do we, do we get more black coaches hired in this cycle? More than what? Right now you've got two, right? I mean, two. Yeah. Can we get more than two? I'm just saying. Do you think there? Do you think? And I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know. Listen, I think uh, uh, Chicago is going to hire yes. uh, a minority coach. I believe so. Uh, Minnesota might as well. Um, some of these other teams are in play. Brian Flores, if he's not with one of those other two teams, could land somewhere else. There's a lot of interest in Brian Flores. A lot of interest from teams that have head coaches, by the way, and are not going to fire them. Have been making calls to figure out what went wrong because they can't understand why this guy popped free. It's not to say that they're going to fire their guy, but that's how much, and listen, possibly a defensive coordinator role. Like, you know, there's a lot of interest in Brian Flores because of the job that he did in Miami, just not in Miami for some reason. Well, Um, and and listen, this is the last bit I'll say on it, Jeezy. I know we got a role, but uh, the reason why I asked, man, because you know, on my social media, man, I get a lot of conversation from people on Twitter and think, hey, you know, what's going on? They're doing this to the black coach, this, that, and the third. And, I, and, and, and honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't think our issue is, 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 is obviously we have an issue of lack of diversity in, in leadership positions in our, in, in our business, but I think it's lack of minority owners. I think if you get a minority owner, 
that you wouldn't need the Rooney rule. You wouldn't need none of the things that we have to do, the systems that we have to have to put in place to guarantee diversity. Yeah. That's all I'll say on that, Jeez. I know we can move on, but well, just, the, the minority know. owner, the minority owner hasn't hired a minority head coach uh, or a minority uh, general manager. So that's what I'm waiting on down there. Um, all right. Uh, other uh, thoughts on other guys that were, were let go. Uh, I know uh, a lot of people like Mike Zimmer. Um, mm-hmm. It was clearly time. It was clearly time. Um, I couldn't put my foot on what was wrong down there, man. I mean, they seemed like they had a, co- a capable quarterback. They had a run game. The defense seemed to be have you know seemed to be okay at times. I just I couldn't put my finger on what exactly Mike Zimmer did wrong. You know what I'm um, saying? He just it just felt like a team that just was they were going to be good, but they were never going to be great, right? And they had their chance, and they lost to the Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, to a team that eventually won the Super Bowl and and never really got back to that point. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, he rubbed people the wrong way. Uh, not surprising because of his style, but mm. his style did lead to winning football games. Um, so, you know, we'll see what's next for Mike Zimmer. Not surprised that he was let go. Not surprised that Matt Nagy was let go. Um, you know, Nagy really tried in a lot of ways to be the guy that they wanted him to be the innovative, mm-hmm. uh, offensive play caller. Um, just never really quite worked out. Um, too much, what it was just too, I think, I think it was too much for him too early. I think yeah. oftentimes we, you know, we, we catapult some of these, our younger innovative coaches up and we, we put them in a position of leadership probably five or six years too early yeah. just because they have a name, just because, you know, they're the, they're the hot shot right now. And at the end of the yeah. day, I think I look at guys like Jim Caldwell, like, man, I mean, guy who has the coaching experience has been through some stuff. He may not be the hottest name, but at the end of the day, your organization is not going to be the laughing stock of the National Football League. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, the guy won games in Detroit, which is the you know it's it's an incredible job by him to to, to do that. Um, and you know, I, I, people, I there are reporters in this business that I mentioned that to. Oh well, that that place was a mess, and it really wasn't as. Uh, listen, they won the games in the field. Okay, yes. they won the games in the field. Matt Patricia came in. That was a disaster. Don't try to tell me that it wasn't. So we'll see. Caldwell's in the mix uh, for a couple of jobs here. We'll see if uh, if he winds up getting a look. Sometimes it's tough when you're not in the league for a while to convince people that you can just hop back in. We shall see. Um, what other jobs we want to hit here before we get out of Dodge? Uh, the Giants. Uh, we're still waiting on that. Um, you think we'll he goes? See. You think they? You think they? they you think they leave? They, I I feel like it can go either way. I feel like it can go either way, and they're they're in an evaluation process, and they are trying to figure out if they need to do a total reboot or if they can hire a general manager, slide them in there, get the two of them working together, and capitalize. They I, there's part of them that still really truly believes in Joe Judge, a big part of them that does, but you know, part of this is how much do you want to, you know, bow to the fan base. Not that true. is demanding this guy be fired. I mean, if you really feel like you're right about it, and I understand it's a business, and I understand that John Mara is worried about, you know, do we want this scene in week 17 to continue into week one of next year, or week 18, excuse me, into yeah. next year? That's part of this evaluation process. It really is. Um, well, so we'll see what happens. straight losses by double digits. Wasn't that the stat or something like that? I mean, that, that that's bad, Jeezy. They yeah. ran a quarterback sneak on third and eight. <laughs> uh, well, listen, part of this is, and I really believe this, if they signed Colt McCoy it, back, Colt McCoy, who won a game for them in Seattle last year, yeah. if he was back, that team would have won some games. I really believe that team would have won some games. 
that backup quarterback situation with Jake from poor Jake from and and Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. Get that bread, baby. Didn't Ryan Pace get him his money for real? <laughs> Mike Lennon. I I I I'm not I'm sure, you know, Mike, listen, I've never played quarterback in the National Football League. So, so I should take a more measured approach here. So okay. speed it up, man. Speed it up. All right. <laughs> He's back there trying to have a cup of coffee behind a not good offensive line. You shouldn't do that behind a good offensive line. <laughs> behind a bad offensive line. Which is yeah, speed man. that thing up, bro. That never had a chance. So, never, never. you know, maybe things would be different. And and listen, I'm sure if Joe Judge were here, he'd probably tell you that if we're giving him some truth serum now that Dave Gettleman's gone. Some of these decisions I, I haven't had a chance to show you what I am as a head coach yet because I'm saddled with some of this stuff. So we'll see what happens with the Giants. Uh, I, I'd say it's a coin flip right now. We shall see. All right. The, the coaching carousel thing is going to play out GMs as well. Let's get to wild card weekend because we've got more games than ever to break down here, or at least more days than ever with the extra uh, <laughs> Monday night game. Uh, let's rip through them real quick. We got about, let's say, two minutes per game tops. Yeah. Let's go in chronological order. Raiders, Bengals. Uh, we talked to Eric Weddle this week for this pod. You'll, you can find that, download that separately. Uh, he likes the Raiders. Feels like they're playing for Rich Bisaccia. I think Bisaccia has earned the job. I really do permanently. They need to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the first of all, first of all, I said I wasn't going to go back. Let's go back because I'm on a, okay. a soapbox here. Okay. okay. The timeout, you could, you could disagree with me. I don't care. The timeout didn't change anything. Timeout didn't change a thing. It just changed the personnel, which should have put them in a better position to stop. But like this notion that the Raiders were going to let this thing run out, they were lined up to run a play just like they ran a play after the timeout. Had they not ripped off a 10 yard run and you stop them, maybe tackle them for a loss because you got the right defensive uh, personnel in there. Then they take a knee. Then you got. So the reason that the Chargers lost the game and missed out on the playoffs was not the timeout. It's what happened after the timeout. Okay. The reason, the, the reason why the Chargers lost out on the playoffs um, has to do with their head coach. And to me, it has not, it doesn't have to do with the fourth down conversions that he went for or the decision making. It has everything to do with the fact that that defense isn't good. And he was a defensive coordinator. He was brought there to make the defense good. That's the damn problem I got with Brandon Staley right now. Okay. You go. You're a defensive guru, man. And this defense yeah. has fell off. So at the yeah. end of the day, what you were brought here to do, you didn't even do that. And then you blame every all your decisions on some damn analytics who don't have a face. I can't get mad at it, some damn analytics. They can't say nothing back to me. That's what I that's the issue I have with the Chargers. Okay, I'm done with the Chargers of Brandon Staley. You need to get better on the defense, man. Yeah. That's the freaking problem. Okay. So, Raiders, so, Bengals. Yes. I think, yeah. I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders um love the Raiders. They've been through a lot. Derek Carr is the perfect leader for this team. He has showed me a lot this year, but they tired, man. They put up a lot to win that game last week. I think they get the world beat out of them by the Bengals. You know it's very interesting. You know it's very interesting. It can go one of two ways. Cuz cuz mm-hmm. that was Weddle's thing. They've been playing playoff games for a couple of weeks now, right? They've been on the brink. Yep. And sometimes I remember the 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 uh, Steelers team from 05 that went to the Super Bowl because they had to win their last five games. So it's like, we've been in this mode for a while. Yep. That could do one of two things. It could be to your advantage because you're rolling and you're in that mindset. And you continue to go that way. Or two, it could, you could be tired because you had to do it too many times. So 
It's a good point by you. It can go either way. And a lot of times what you see with teams, the team that gets into the playoffs in a fluky, freaky kind of way is sometimes the team that can win the next week because they're almost on borrowed time, house money, whatever you want to call it, and that allows them to play looser. So this is a really interesting team, a really interesting game to me. Let's see how it plays out. Cincy on the other side, I, I think they're a much more complete team than a lot of people have been giving them credit for. Yes. That This is a team that you know really could, if they get past this game and you know get a nice matchup in the second round, uh, keep an eye on them. All right, Patriots, Bills, Mike, Rob, it's going to be cold. I don't know how windy it's going to be, but it's going to be matter. cold. And it's going to be potentially a similar somewhere between the two games that we saw with these two teams. Not quite the run heavy all the way all night long game the first time, and, and maybe not quite you know the, the 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 better conditions for the next one. What are we expecting here? Um, this game is going to come down to not the X's and O's, but the Jimmys and Joes. You hear me say that all the time, Jeezy. So, no, I'm not going to pick the Bill Belichick scheme defense that's, you know, shut teams. That, no, I'm going to pick the best player on the field, and that's Josh Allen. If Josh Allen continues to play like he did in that, what, what was it, week 16 that they beat the Patriots where he just had this Herculean effort through for over 300 yards, ran the ball for almost 70 yards. If that Josh Allen shows up there, I mean, the Buffalo Bills will walk the dogs on the New England Patriots. The game won't even be close. But if Josh Allen didn't listen to his Zen music or he's a little off or whatever, whatever, I do think the Patriots can line up in that heavy package and run the ball right down my Buffalo Bills throat like they did in that first matchup when I think uh, Mac Jones only threw, what, three passes, four passes, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Bills won um, this one. Out. Josh Allen, 30 for 47, uh, 314 yards, three touchdowns uh, passing in that game, 64 rushing against the yep. New England Patriots. Um, it's been it's been a, a up, and, up and down year a little bit for Josh Allen. Uh, this is a, a massive test for him and a massive statement game for him. Uh, regarding his 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 future, his legacy, whatever you want to call it. Um, can't wait for that one. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Eagles, Buccaneers on Sunday at 1 o'clock, uh, which if you'd asked me when they're going to put Tom Brady, uh, I would not have picked the earliest game of the entire weekend, but that's where they put him. Um, Eagles played the Buccaneers. It's, you, you can't really... I, I covered that game. It was a Thursday night game. You can't really mm-hmm. go back to that. Number one, it's a Thursday game. Those tend to be fluky anyway because of the short week. Number two, Gronk didn't play. Number three, Antonio Brown did. Number four, the Eagles uh, didn't or weren't playing defense the way they are now. They're playing much more confidently on defense. Um, they've now really, truly, honestly leaned into who they are as an offense. There's just no comparison between these teams. I think the Eagles are better. I think the Buccaneers are taking on a little bit of water. They've, they've, they're banged up. Leonard Fournette, who played so well. See, what happened in that game was people remember the Buccaneers got out to a big lead. I'm not sure everybody remembers. The Eagles kind of pulled uh, and made it tight at the end. The Buccaneers had the ball with almost six minutes to go, and they never gave it back. Um, I, I think in that situation, knowing this Eagles defense, how they're playing right now under Jonathan Gannon, 
Perhaps they get the ball back, and Jalen Hurts has got a chance to to uh, take it the length of a field for a score. Long story short, you can see where I'm going. I think it's a tight game. I think it's tight too, man. And actually, if I'm Tom Brady in the Buccaneers, I'm scared because look, yeah. if nobody expected the Philadelphia Eagles to do jack nothing. I know I didn't, and they ended up getting into the playoffs, right? So they made it into the playoffs with a roster that they were considered to be rebuilding with. So now you got. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback who definitely has the legs to run all the way around. He scores touchdowns with his legs, all of those things. They're the top, one of the top rushing teams in the National Football League. They playing with house money, Jeezy. Just go yeah. out there and make this a sloppy game. Make it just whatever, you know, just make it a dirty, ugly game. And then you talk about the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're void playmakers, man. And I think that's going to come back to hurt them. Uh, I think they're going to run their offense through their backs and tight ends. And I don't think they're going to be as explosive as we're accustomed to seeing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm telling you, I think the Eagles got a real shot in this game, Jeezy, especially because of the unpredictability of Jalen Hurts' legs. Look out for that. I think he rushes for 200 yards. Yes, I think Uh, it might be something like that. Wow, if he rushes for 200 yards, the Eagles won the game. So let's see. Uh, (laughs) Niners-Cowboys, it's never a bad thing when these teams meet in the postseason. Um, San Francisco coming in. Jimmy Garoppolo, um, this is really interesting, right? Like, what are the night before we get to next season? I guess but let's focus on this season. But I'm already thinking about where this is going to go for the Niners because the plan was for it to be Trey Lance in 2022. But Jimmy Garoppolo has certainly made a statement to teams that could trade for him. I think he's certainly helped his value. Uh, but with regard to this game, anytime you got a Debo Samuel, anytime you could do what the Niners do offensively and uh, make you prepare for that and the way that they can attack you vertically and horizontally on the field. This is this is mm-hmm. not what you want to see if you're the Cowboys um, who uh, improved their seeding by playing but probably got a worse matchup for where? I don't know. I mean, listen, uh, we just said the Eagles are dangerous. The Cardinals beat the four, you know the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. So I don't know that there was any great matchup for them, but I, you know, I, I'm not loving this if I'm Dallas. No, I'm not loving it, man. The, the, the 49ers run the football. They play a physical brand of football. They won that game last week without the best tackle in all of football. And you talk about um, uh, Trent Williams. Like, just think about that. They played so physical last week without their best offensive yeah. lineman. If I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I'm I'm a yeah I'm I'm looking at this game. You got you better bring your A game because the mm-hmm. 49ers they're getting healthier. Um, if 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 Jimmy G has to make some passes, I think he can make them. And you're right, Debo Samuels has to be the guy to dictate the coverage. You move, get him the ball as early as you possibly can and as much as you possibly can. All right, we've been talking about how all the teams that are not favored can uh, keep this thing close. I want to believe that about the Steelers. I do. <laughs> I just can't get there. I no, can't get there. You can't? Mm-mm. No, no, I can't. I can't get there. I don't want to believe it. I can't believe it either. I mean <laughs> – I was at the Steelers uh, Baltimore game last week. Uh, it was cold. It was rainy. It was all of that. And, and they, they, you know, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, TJ Watts, a baller. But at the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs just have too much offense for him. Ben Roethlisberger does not push the ball down the field. I do think the Chiefs defense are going to have some issues with Deontay Johnson, but that's one guy. Um, and they're going to have to stop Najee Harris. But other than that, man, I don't see this game being close, Jeezy. No, um, but uh, Pittsburgh's just going to have to play insane defense. I mean, that's just yep. the way it's going to have to be. They're going to have I, I, th- this game starts to get into a bit of a track meet. Forget it. It's over. Um, <laughs> all right. Last one. Cardinals Rams. I had heard all along. The, it was going to be the four or five game in the NFC on Monday night. Uh, and that's what we got here. Uh, which you would think now in turn, I don't know even know if they've announced this, uh, but my understanding is whichever team wins this game 
certainly he's not going to play Saturday. It would be the Sunday game, probably the late game to give him as much time as possible because this is the first time we're seeing wild card uh, Monday. Super wild card weekend, they're calling it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't I, These two teams that I just can't get a handle on. Uh, so to me, I, frankly, this is not great insight. I have no idea what the hell's going on in this game. Yeah, uh, this is a tough one to pick, man, because literally I can see either one of these teams winning in either any type of fashion, tight yeah. game, blowout, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it's going to come down to whether good Matthew Stafford or bad Matthew Stafford shows up. I, I, you know, I hate to say that. I hate to put it all on, on him, but I really think these teams are matched up that way. They have great defenses. They have, uh, you know, uh, you know, dynamic uh, playmakers on the outside. Can Matthew Stafford make the plays to win the game? I think that him against Buda Baker, Buda Baker, the safety for the Cardinals on the other side, being able to confuse him in coverage. That's the matchup I'm looking at. And whoever wins that matchup wins the game. Yeah, I just told you I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. So I'm not going to try to break it down because, you know, I'm just be buying some time and trying to talk my way through it. I don't know. Yeah. By the time we get to Monday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern, let's just sit down and enjoy the game, whatever comes our way, because that's kind of where I'm at with this game. All right, Mike, Rob, that'll do it for this episode of Total Access, The Locker Room. For more insight, just like I gave you on Cardinals Rams, with a locker room point of view, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.